0: If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you.
1: Happy Top! Live Tuesday to everyone in the sports universe. It is February the 22nd, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twilight Sports, and we are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Mike Carvela. Say, what's going on, Mr. Aaron?
2: Not much. Happy Top 5 Tuesday to you, sir.
1: Five fingers and I'm ready to go. How about you?
2: Five fingers. What do I do with them? Top five. Hey, can we high five across the country?
1: Oh wow, it's terrible. Yes, go. That works. <laughs> or hey, good to see you, Aaron.
2: Good to see you too, buddy. <laughs> I can feel oh, that was here. Oh, that was weird. That was weird, but it was funny.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Those intros to our show are getting better and better. Okay. You can support our show for cheap. I mean, we averaged over 500 viewers in the last two months, and I'd say that's pretty darn good. But to support our show at the lowest price compared to other podcasts, go to amdrive.online and buy some merch. In fact, there's this brand-new black edition mug for only $14. The thing looks sleek. It looks amazing. It's so good I haven't even bought it yet because I'm still piping on this thing. Now, this thing, which comes in different colors, but it comes with a white handle. But I still like the mug, to be fair. Hoodies, a shirt. And wow. I was watching some old shows that I had on the network. I saw my shirt. I'm like, dang, I missed that shirt. I don't wanna even know where it is.
2: Your AM Drive shirt? You
1: lost it? I still don't know where it is.
2: Is that bad? It's bummer. It's not good.
1: It looks so good with. The, oh.
2: Well, the great okay. thing about it is it's the it's the lowest price, so you can go buy another one.
1: Ha <laughs> ha. Amen to that. Well, let's get right into it. And this is a bombshell it dropped last night, kind of. Um, Aaron Rodgers might be saying na 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 to the Packers because he made some drawn out IG post about thank you to these people, farewell to these people. And wow. that was pretty interesting. He was so thankful to be there. And I'm like, oh, this seems weird. It almost seems like the time has finally run out in Green Bay. Interesting. Everybody there?
2: Yeah, that was weird. How'd you do that? I'm not sure, but I don't want to do it again. That's for sure.
1: All right. Well, good to see you again.
2: Hi. Welcome. Do we do the Uh, intro again? Did did we do the intro again? Did you tell him about the shop?
1: (laughs) Yeah. What's up, Aaron? Oh,
2: knuckles. That
1: works. That was bad. Um, Anyways, but this whole Aaron Rodgers being thankful, and of course, he's going to come on his Pat McAfee Tuesday again. I'm interested to see what he has to say. And then the Packers have randomly announced a press conference with GM Goodenkusy, whatever his name is, <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, yeah Aaron, what's your, th- what's
1: your thoughts ahead. on this?
2: Yeah, this is an interesting series of events for me because this came out real late last night. Yep. At least the news did. I don't know exactly when he posted the um, Instagram post, but uh, it, it's weird. It, it's it, it's it's the question of is this is this it for good with football, or is this it with the Packers, or is he saying goodbye to? Like Randall Cobb and Bakhtiari, which I don't know Bakhtiari's uh, you know contract status here, but um, it's just I don't know. It's weird. Like Aaron Rodgers has turned into a very strange human being.
1: He's such a weirdo.
2: Yeah, I mean it's just I don't know, you know things aren't you know, obviously we know the story with the family you know you know the family and him don't see eye to eye they don't talk him, even his brother who's in the public eye as well they don't they don't communicate either. And then you know it's you know, relationships with Danica Patrick, Shannon Woodley, just haven't worked out. Which you know that's those have their own you know instances of why they may not have worked out. It's just it just I don't know. It just seems like what Aaron Rodgers is kind of that lone wolf type of person who pushes everything away from him, and when he wants the the love or the attention, he does very strange things like this. Like a person yeah. who tries. And they're the lone wolf. But then, you know, you always need some kind of association with the public. Yeah, affection, love, whatever. Just, you know, interaction, let's call it, you know, just for even the the baseline here. But, uh, you know, it's it's to me, it's it's a very strange situation. Like, what what do you think? I mean, do you think that this means goodbye to the Packers or do you think this means goodbye to football?
1: oh i don't want to go that route <laughs> but, um, well what if like we talked
2: about the other day what 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 else does he have to do he's done everything he's won a super bowl he's in the hall of fame he's won four mvps he has the td to interception ratio uh you know one of the okay, greatest if yeah. not the greatest of all time that you know it, you know in terms of td to interception ratio so right. what else does he really need to do i mean he you know, it doesn't seem like there's anything left to really accomplish, and he just can't seem to get over the hump. That's that's the continued narrative of what we're talking about is the playoff struggles. He might just say, you know, f this, I'm out.
1: And I think he, I I think he's one of the guys who just wouldn't care what anybody thinks about him, anyways. I, I feel like think... if, if he did that, I feel like, if, like it like we would talk about it, but he would like, I'm living life, baby.
2: <laughs> See, I used to think that too, but then he let things like uh hub what was his name hubba hubba cash hubbar cash the guy that came went on the radio you know what i'm talking about uh who went on the radio and said he wasn't wasn't gonna vote for him from MVP because he thought he was the biggest oh, jerk uh, in the league
1: Hab arkish
0: or whatever <laughs>
2: Hab arkish yeah it, that's my point yeah uh it seemed like for a long time he didn't care what people thought like when he had when he came out with the relaxed comments like he was like guys look we're gonna be okay relax Aurelia, you know all that stuff it seemed like he was like guys i don't care what you think we're gonna we got a good team we're gonna play football but then this year it seemed like things finally started to get under his skin because he started clapping back at people. So I don't know. Maybe I think I think I think this might be it for him.
1: I don't I don't know if, if I want to say that, but then again Tom Brady kind of slapped us around and, 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 and threw everything away too. So Again, through- like what do these guys have to accomplish if they're making their money? You're right. What do they have? Nothing.
2: Well, they definitely made plenty of money. He's definitely got us. Excuse me. He's got the Super Bowl ring. He's got four MVPs. Like a Hall of Famer resume. Getting. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Getting a second Super Bowl doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't enter you in the GOAT discussion. And you're already a Hall of Famer. So, again, what what is it that you want out of the rest of your career? Like, we know he can be a television. He can be a television personality. Maybe it's not Jeopardy, but maybe it's something else. But I just don't see. Does that matter
1: to him about being the GOAT?
2: It may Mm -hmm. not. I can't imagine it does, and, and the only thing that I think could matter to him is getting the 500 touchdowns, like you were talking about. Right. Um. But like I said, what else is there to do? If he's on the Packers, we don't 100% know that they're still Super Bowl contenders. And where does he go to next year? That they are instant Super Bowl contenders like fully and completely Super Bowl contenders, better than the. You think the Colts really? I'm
1: petting my horseshoe.
2: You think Pat McAfee's going to recruit him and get them, get him to the Colts, eh?
1: Uh, I don't like like assuming things, but that's a nice – I like that.
2: I mean, I guess, but I don't know. And that AFC, does he really want to go to the AFC and have to go try this last year against Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, Carr, Jackson? Jackson? Like, does he really want to go to the AFC? It doesn't seem like a smart move.
1: One could wonder. But we have – hey, I just can't wait to see what he says on Pat McAfee's show.
2: If he's retiring, I don't think he's going to do it on McAfee, but you
1: know, he, might. he might.
2: That might be his move. That might be his signature middle finger to the Packer organization.
1: Hey, two fingers.
2: <laughs> yeah, read between oh, the lines.
1: Right. Um, slap on the face punishment for Jawan Howard. Um, this was an interesting thing because he didn't he didn't get a, a dang thing done to him. And I know there's the there's the "woe is me" crowd, it's like, oh well, I would have gotten fired. You yeah, no crap because you're not in sports that that, they don't compare or like get it. But he's still the coach of a a college team. And he he got away with with, with murder right here. This to me is is getting away with murder.
2: Yeah. 24 hours ago, you and I thought he was going to lose his job. I really, and and there's a small chance he still might. I'm actually shocked. He's going to get to coach the postseason tournament. I really am. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the big thing here is, is, you know if he's going to get to coach the Big 12 uh, the Big 10 tournament I'm not sure I'm 100% in love with that I mean look you know like I said everybody involved in the altercation nobody's an angel here nobody's absolved of any blame but you're the only, I mean you're the only one who wasn't a player that we saw to throw a punch or to throw a slap to throw hands on somebody and you're getting 5 games in in a spot where you know, the regular season, you're pretty much not a contender in the end. You know, you're not in the NCAA tournament at this point, unless you win the Big Ten. like this just to me, it, it doesn't seem harsh enough. But uh, I also I thought while I thought he was going to lose his job, I didn't necessarily believe that he should lose his job. I just thought he should be suspended for the, the rest of this year, regardless of how they finish or how they achieve. And the regular season to me didn't seem like long enough of a punishment. But I will say that despite the fact that I thought he would lose his job, I didn't I didn't think he should lose this job. So to me, this is a too light punishment, but it's the it's not the, you know, uh the nuclear option, which I did I thought would have been too much.
1: This to me is like the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Like one side of like firing would be too much. This is literally the worst thing you could have done was do this. I mean, this is what message are you sending to these guys? I don't understand this at all. It's right. just a, it's a, it's a terrible look for Michigan. You're a coach. You're not just a coach. You are the coach. You're the guy. That's right. just, this is pathetic by Michigan. I'm sorry.
2: I agree. I don't think this was the right punishment. I, I believe that he should have been, um, I believe he should have been suspended for the rest of the year, regardless of postseason where they went. If they went, God forbid, they won the big 10 and went to like the sweet 16. Sorry, Juwan, you're not on the sidelines here for this, you know? You made the decision to be a uh, to strike somebody in a, in a game that you knew there would be uh, you know cameras on you obviously. And look, let's let's be honest. Uh, you know somebody on on social media went back and looked it up. You're not absolved of doing this yourself. There's several instances where your team was up large. You know de- you know your team had large leads against other opponents, and you called timeouts within one minute, minute and a half, two minutes left as well. And, you know, nobody went and slapped you in the face for it. So let's uh, let's let's not act like this is just some one-off incident. Like, you, you know, these things happen in basketball. And for whatever reason, you decided, you, Jawan decided that this moment would get the best of you. And I, I think it's too light. I it's Wisconsin. Again. Yeah, I think it's too light. I think it's too light of a punishment.
1: There's a top five Tuesday, so when we come back, Top 5 NBA with me. Top 5 NHL with him. And Top 5 NFL regular season games this year. You don't want to miss this. AM Drive with Toronto Sports. We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap, cause Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest
3: price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. <laughs> Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing.
0: You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball, and it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing Quit
3: searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com
0: Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues teams and players you love Shop now and get today's special offer fanatics.com Officially licensed everything Do you like online
1: shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon You can buy batteries get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with 12 on Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.12onsportsradio.com slash Amazon, sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's com slash Amazon. Thanks. If you host a podcast Only small business, if you have the best morning show ever, you're not us, but you get it. It's hard spreading the word. Friends want to check it out, but Aaron, will they?
2: Most times, no. Sometimes, kind of.
1: Right. They're bums. We get it, okay? It's time to help you out. I'm kidding. I love friends. It's time to grow your brand with Popple. P-O-P-L. Popple is an easy-to-use, but high-tech digital business card. Um, You can get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off, set up your links, and share. People you share with don't even need a Popple. So again, when you get your Popple in keychain, pop Socket even credit card form, enter the code AM Drive in all caps, no spaces, for 20% off on POPL.co or by going to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and clicking the Popple logo. Are you ready for the Top 5 Tuesday, baby?
2: I'm ready for Top 5 Tuesday, Mike. Let's rock and roll.
1: Woo! So, I thought I'd do what you did, because there was no NBA games technically in the last, since we did the show, technically. And I want to just go with what I have of last week, February 15th. For the fifth week in a row, the Phoenix Suns were my top NBA team. Now, the thumb injury to Chris Paul is going to hurt them. Unlike when DeAndre Ayton got injured, I don't believe Chris Paul is as replaceable as Ayton is. Ayton is a center, and this is not a center's game anymore. Chris Paul is going to hurt this team, and he's out six to eight weeks, but they're up there for now. Number two, the Memphis Grizzlies are here, and they're here to stay. John Morant is an up-and-coming monster he should be in the MVP talks. He shouldn't be leading it, but he should be in the MVP talks more so than DeMar DeRozan Bulls fans. Number three, the Miami Heat. Our Miami Heat. Juwan Howard's Miami Heat, if you want to go that far. <laughs> but, all right, we've been incredible. We've been – people complain about injuries. We don't give a crap. We put them out there. We win games. Number four, the Utah Jazz. I think Don Mitchell's incredible. Rudy Gobert is still a stifled tower, although it's kind of a weird nickname for a guy who gets blown by quite a bit. And they've got, of course, Joe Ingles, in which well, they traded Joe Ingles, So that, that doesn't count anymore. So we'll forget about this, but they have a great team. Quinn Steiner, I mean, are you gonna go get over the hunt this year? We'll have to find out. And number five, a team that could be climbing the Golden State Warriors. Listen, Clay Top has been playing pretty decently, he's not shooting the best. But Steph Curry hitting 16 threes in the All-Star game might have just vaulted this team and helped him get on a hot streak, although he was kind of cold in the fourth quarter. But, hey, that was a good sign for the Warriors, and he better take that all the way through this season. Warriors can win it all, but it's up to Steph Curry.
2: That's a fair assessment. Go ahead. That's a fair assessment. I think that it's easy to say that, you know, Golden State goes with Steph, despite the fact they do have other All Stars on the team. Clay's getting his sea legs back, but yeah, I mean it all goes through Steph. That's 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 one hundred percent accurate.
1: And Aaron, I want to mention before you do your top five, the Kraken suck, okay? But last night, your number one team well, last week, its road streak was snapped by the Bruins, and it was like what five to one.
2: So uh, almost, t- yeah.
1: I'm excited to see you the Avalanche number one. Go ahead.
2: All right. Well, without further ado, the same five teams are in my top five this week. As last week, they just might be in different spots. Ooh. So my number one team in the NHL, despite this five-to-one loss that you wanted me to be so disturbed about, is the Colorado Avalanche. Um, you know, they're just... Head and shoulders above the competition most nights. Yes, do they lose games? Absolutely. 82's game season, a lot of people lose games. But it's it's incredible the way they can play, de- you know, play defense, the way that they can just snipe with all three of their superstars. And of course, Darcy Kemper is playing on the same level that Philippe Grubauer played at last year. Not this year, <laughs> but last year. Uh number two for me is the Florida Panthers. Uh, leaders in the East right now, um, one one point ahead of the Carolina Hurricanes, who are my number three team. Both those teams are sound, solid fundamentally, and they really play well at home and play good enough on the road. What was that?
1: I'm talking to you at in, in two different places.
2: Are you trying to drop sound bites? Oh, you're uh, listening to the. You're listening to me while you listen to me.
1: I'm trying to see which viewers we got. Well, go ahead.
2: Right on. How's it looking?
1: Good. Go ahead.
2: Okay, fair enough. Uh, number four for me. <laughs> uh carolina jumped up one to number three which slides tampa bay down to four uh right now um still playing well it's just there's just uh carolina to me was playing a little bit better at the moment uh and number five holding on by by their their fingertips is the pittsburgh penguins uh last 10 games are four three and three it hasn't looked great but they are still at 70 points right now which is good enough for fourth in the eastern conference and yes We talked to Cody about Calgary. Calgary is streaking. They are 10-0 in their last 10 games. They are one of the top teams in terms of goal differential. They are playing incredible right now. They are on the heels at number six at the moment. But for me right now, anybody in the Pacific, I cannot put anybody in the Pacific in the top five at the moment.
1: I feel snubbed.
2: Why? Because I didn't put the Kraken in there?
1: No, 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 no. Because I'm with the whole division, man. You know we're thirteen freaking points behind the second to last team. That is abysmal. And it's now not now great. I know. I know. Like nine. Like hockey fans get so pissed off. I'm like, why are these guys so emotional? Now I know.
2: Well, I mean, and you're seven points away from being the worst team. So shut up. <laughs> Canadians are uh, on fire right now.
1: I bet. Okay, so Aaron, this is the top five that you got together now. It's the top five NFL regular season games we we, we watched for the most part I would say
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: didn't realize how many of these games I actually did watch on my list um can I go first absolutely all right I have two honorable honorable mentions the
2: first, the go, like, is the, go five to one go five to I one am, Don't go one to five okay
1: right these two were so tough to not put in there number one obviously my on on a hard word to say honorable, honorable mention. Thank you. Um, Ben's final home game against the Browns in week 17. Um, that was kind of cool to see him going like this and then like running around the stadium afterwards. That was kind of cool. But the, the game was nice too. Um, <laughs> and then week six, the Cowboys beat the Patriots in overtime in a game that looked like both teams wanted to try to lose it. Um, if you remember, Mac Jones threw a bomb and then Dak Prescott threw a bomb and then Dak Prescott won in overtime. Great game, but it did not crack my top five. So here it is, number five: the Buccaneers. This is hard to say. Beat the Patriots nineteen to seventeen, and Brady's return to Foxborough. I gotta give Brady's credit for now. <laughs> um, but nineteen to seventeen, that was a great game, and we and the, the we we the Patriots were this close. You're just we
2: with the Patriots. Oh, you're a yeah. Pats fan now. Take that hat I'm off. I'm a Bill
1: Belichick fan. I have to give him his, his his credit here. But they were this close to beating those Buccaneers. That's okay, though. Number four, week 18. You might be surprised this one's still low. The ones have sentimental value to me. Before the Raiders beat the Chargers 35-32 in overtime. If this game, <laughs> if this game was against two other teams, I probably would have put it higher. But I don't. I'm no offense to the Raiders or the Chargers, because I don't give a rat's behind about who these teams are. I would that was a great game, so it should have been higher on my list. But I, I just don't care. It would. I know. I don't say that a lot of. And I know. I was harping on. It. it was a great game, like I said. But it just. I'm sorry. Number three. This game was actually in week two. And before the Ravens got hurt. I thought this game was awesome. Ravens defeat the Chiefs 36 35. That was a great game if you remember. I think it was a Sunday night game.
2: Yes. That was... It was the Clyde Edwards Hilaire fumble game. I yes, think it, was, it was. Where he That was an incredible
1: in... game, though. Lamar and Patrick Mahomes weren't fantastic in the game, but they, they were they were doing it was a great it was a great game though.
2: I agree. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: And it could have been great in the in the postseason if Ravens had, had made the postseason, obviously. Number two, huh? Jaguars defeat the Colts 26 to 11 in week 18. That's all I want to say about that game. I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay.
2: I'm surprised (laughs) it's in there for you.
1: It's in there for me because it just can't happen. It's the beginning of the end for Carson Wentz. Jaguars had no business winning that game. And I told people when I first watched it, from the first snap, I just felt like, what are we doing? It, It felt like. There was a game plan in place. I feel like the players literally sleptwalked through the game. It was like, there's no way this is happening. I could tell from the first drive in the game, Jaguars was really going to win that game.
2: But it game pretty, I also, it's pretty crazy, the aura of Colts going down to Jacksonville and just can't win games. It's crazy.
1: Leave us alone. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's because I live so close to Jacksonville. I don't know. Number Maybe. one. Remember my number five game? Tom Brady is Foxborough. Yeah, Ohio.
2: the 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 game against the Patriots. Yeah.
1: Well, number one got one man ahead coaching job. It also was a game where the opposing quarterback. I, I still don't. What was it, Taysom Hill? I guess. And then oh, of course geez. the goat scored zero points. Woo! Go ahead. <laughs> 9 not nothing. We fifteen blank the Buccaneers.
2: Oh, that's gonna be the that's gonna be on your tombstone. Yeah. The GOAT don't scored zero against Dennis
1: the Dylan's Allen, Allen held the goat to zero points.
2: <laughs> you know what? That's not even a game. Maybe I selective memory, that's not even a game that came up on my radar. I totally forgot about it.
1: That's retirement that was a retirement game for me.
2: Fair enough. All right, so for me here, my top five regular season games, I noticed some interesting stats here. The Chargers came in at three times in my top five. The Raiders were in there at two times in my top five, so you can obviously see one of my games. But I'll go down here the list. Number five for me was week five, the Chargers over the Browns, forty seven to forty two. We had a forty we had a forty one point fourth quarter. That's insane. Not good for defense (laughs) for the film. But a 41 point fourth quarter, I can't think of a time where that's happened, happened. It ever happened. So, um, yeah, that's number five. Number four, the Chargers come back in uh, week 15 against the Chiefs. I believe it was either Sunday night or Monday night football. Or was it Thursday night football? It was a primetime game, and it was a relative snooze fest. It was 14 13 going into the fourth quarter.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And we finished with a 34 28 overtime thriller with Travis Kelsey scoring the game-winning touchdown in overtime. So uh, the Chargers are no stranger to enormous fourth quarters. Might have been Monday, Uh,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, it might have been a Monday night football game. I know it was a primetime game for sure. Uh, Number three for me was week one, Monday night football, Ravens and Raiders, that 33-27 overtime thriller that it seemed like no one actually wanted to win the game at the end. Uh, Lamar Jackson with a costly fumble. Derek Carr with the great touchdown pass in overtime after – Just an an insane red zone visit prior to Lamar Jackson um, losing the fumble there. And it was the first game in Allegiant Stadium history with fans allowed to attend. So that made it even that much crazier and better. Uh, For me, number two was the Chargers Raiders overtime uh, that ended up sending Pittsburgh to the playoffs. I would have it would have been instant number one if they tied. Uh, for me, it would have been instant number one because of the, the crazy amount of fourth fourth down conversions that Herbert like it was. That like, was insane. First down incomplete, second down incomplete, third down incomplete, fourth and ten, no problem. Keenan Allen on the seam route. It was like it was the craziest thing. The the amount of things that had to go right for that to even consider being a tie, and the storyline and the narrative of what happens if these two teams tie and Roger Goodell would be pissed. It it just mm-hmm. made for an awesome game to watch, and uh, for me. Number one, this might be a little bit personal for me, but the Bucks over the Bills, after the Bills came all the way back, I think the Bucks were up twenty-seven to three. Bills came roaring back, and on Brady's seven hundredth career touchdown pass in overtime to Brashad Perryman, the Bucks were able to defeat the Bills thirty-three to twenty seven. So what
1: happened to that ball? Uh
2: is that the one that got launched? into the stands that was no that was the mike evans ball right or yeah. i think he kept the 700 though no, the 600th was the one to i don't know I, yeah they both were they both were this year i think the the 700 tds was with regular season and postseason combined i think the 600th ball was the one to mike evans earlier in the year that he ended up giving to a fan and the bitcoin and all the bitcoin and you had to give him all this bitcoin and jerseys and cleats right. and uh, those, I think those were two different balls. I'm pretty sure Prashad Perriman did not throw that ball into the stands, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Right. So those I mean, were my five. The fan
1: has a, a real quick fun fact. The fan has decided to remain anonymous who caught Brady's final touchdown pass.
2: I was oh, reading a story he, on that. Yeah, because Mike Evans threw that one in there too.
1: Yeah, but this he, guy was like – he said he tucked it in his jacket like no one even knew he had it. It was <laughs> holy cow. <laughs>
2: Fair enough. And he says,
1: oh, now I, now I have this ball. I, I didn't know what was going to happen.
2: Well, yeah, because we didn't know at the time that it was going to be the last pass potentially that he ever threw. or the Sorry, last. Uh, yeah, it was the last pass he ever threw. So I don't <laughs> know. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm still in that camp that I'm like 55-45. He's going to play again. I just don't know if it's for Tampa.
1: Right. I'm hearing stories that like rumors like for another day, obviously, that he might, there might be some story come out. If um on why he left Tampa and it may he may come back, so we'll see.
2: Yeah, I was talking to a friend that he may actually and it, it, this is a crazy concept to me, but it he may actually sit this next year out and come back and be able to be a free agent. Insane. It is.
1: when well, we come back? XFL NFL handshake emoji. Steelers have hired Brian Flores, which is the weirdest thing in the world. And let it go, Antonio Brown. We ride back to the AM Travel Twilight Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at
3: AM Drive. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today.
0: Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah.
3: Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's
0: actually better than my old ball.
3: it's half the price.
0: Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing.
3: Quit Searching the Globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com.
0: Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer, fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything.
1: Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, Use www.twelmonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twelmonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks.
2: All right. Welcome back to the AM drive here. And we are presented by fanatics. If you want every team, every league and the daily deals that come with long with it, you've got to visit Mike and and do what Mike?
1: Click the F.
2: And when you click that F, the entire store is at your disposal, but first making sure you go to Mike and helps out this show. And we greatly appreciate it. So for the best merch in the sports universe, Visit mikeandarendrive.com and click the F today to get sharded. Get, <laughs> get, <started. gasps> get started with Fanatics. Yeah, don't get sharded on Fanatics. That's not a good thing to do. I'll do that.
1: Uh, Aaron, um, I don't know if you've heard, but the XFL is coming back, I believe, this year or no, I think it's next year now. But regardless, yeah, you know, which is a shame because I think it was supposed to be this year, but I don't know if something happened. I'm going to try to deal with the Canadian Football League. But hey, screw the Canadians, no offense to Cody Jansen um the nfl and the xfl have agreed to a a deal or partnership i don't know what you call it here what they do is they're like testing new rules they're testing new refs just all kind of stuff going on and i thought i was like when i saw this i'm like this is awesome because i remember watching the xfl i mean i had a bunch of friends down here we were just all into it this is pre-covid obviously um, this was just, it was just insane. Then you, the story comes out that Vince McMahon technically didn't invest all this money
2: into it. Wait, 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 wait! Did you just say Vince McMahon?
1: McMahon, whatever his name is. <laughs> <Sorry>. No,
2: <laughs> McMahon. That's a good one. Go ahead.
1: All right, Vinny. Um, we heard we learned that Mr. Vinny didn't wasn't really all in like he says he was, although he claimed he invested all this money. So it was kind of like a just a, a a kick in the stomach, and that's a big stomach for me. Basically, like a kick in the chest. I couldn't believe it, but I remember watching this thing. PJ Walker, say what you will about Matt Rule and his, you know, um, connection. C- connection with um PJ Walker. The dude would not have had a job if he had not balled out with the I want to say the Roughnecks, the Houston Roughnecks. Okay. It was just. The XFL is so good, and to hear the NFL is actually doing this means more opportunities for XFL players. The XFL will get even bigger, and who knows, my Tampa Bay Vipers media pass might have to be resurrected here next year. I'm so excited for this. I think this is a great partnership. I think NFL will benefit a lot, and who knows, we might have a, a head referee, which we've needed for years in the NFL
2: yeah I mean, I'm totally it's on board with with using, yeah, I knew what you meant, but I, I'm totally on board with utilizing the XFL as a I don't I don't particularly love the the, the petri dish comment, but yes, I understand Dumb, yeah. it. Uh, you know from a developmental standpoint at least as far as rules, regulations, maybe even referees, it could be a developmental you know program for referees as well. Um, but I, I do wonder that if the pandemic never happened or never occurred what would the xfl look like today because you're like you said we did there was popularity gaining amongst the xfl and fans were you know they're becoming fans and allegiances were you know being formed and it all really got turned upside down by the pandemic it wasn't a, a league or it wasn't a business that was sustainable uh it didn't have enough capital to be sustainable through a time where sports just weren't happening Uh, So I I do question what the XFL could look like today because the XFL could have had a better bargaining chip today if it was still, you know, operational continuously and not in bankruptcy from Mr. McMahon, like you said. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Sorry, that one just threw me off when I heard you say it. But uh, I mean, overall, I I guess the the, the NFL has been looking for, you know, this developmental league. We talked about it with AAF. And that was pitiful. Yeah, the AAF wasn't a great product. I enjoyed watching it though, but Thank I you. think, you know, the NFL has always been kind of had their nose up, for lack of a better word, at acquiring a developmental league. Why would we when college football does it for us? But I think with the, if the NFL wants to continue expanding the amount of games they play, which I mean, why would they ever want to stop doing that with the money that changes hands? A developmental, aka slash minor league, league would would make a ton of sense and I believe that in my opinion now we don't know what the USFL has produced yet we'll see what what that product is but I believe the XFL is actually maybe the biggest threat to the NFL and by threat I still mean that like the NFL's way up here and you know David's kicking upwards still at the knees or at the shins there's still a long way to go but you know you have to think big picture and the XFL may actually have you know, the biggest threat to competing with the NFL. And, you know, why, if you're the NFL, why not nip that in the bud and make them, you know, keep your uh, keep your friends close and your enemies closer kind of thing.
1: Aaron, I'm going to answer Cody's question of which will be a better product like this, which one the NFL partner with already. To be, to be fair, like you said with the XFL, we don't have the same great product. We don't know if it's going to be the same great product. And you see one of them is being marketed by Fox and Warren's being quiet on Twitter right now, but right. which one's got the partnership? XFL. It was so good. I'm, I, I'm not kidding. I'm not gonna say this was, I was a fanboy, and I had a, I was accepted for a, my first for a media pass. I'm being honest. That was a great. That thing was looking awesome.
2: Yeah, it was, it was great. That crap happened. So, correct me if I'm wrong here, but. The USFL is going to play all their games in Birmingham, Alabama. Like these teams aren't going to have home home games like in their own cities. Am really? I wrong about that?
1: I don't. I haven't even heard. You have to ask Randall about that when he's the expert over there.
2: So I could be wrong about that, but I, I believe that I believe that at least the first season, uh, yeah, the the first the entire first season is going to be played in Birmingham, Alabama. This is dumb. Right. They don't even have so, money. They don't have money. So for me to develop an allegiance to a team, you know, that I can't watch play with my own eyes. It doesn't, you know, with my own eyes uh, in, in terms of in person, it just I don't know. To me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I'm not rooting against them, but I don't think it's going to be a, a, a popular uh method of trying to build your, your league. I understand you don't want to spend a lot of money in travel costs, but To me, something just seems wrong about all the games, a United States football league where all the games are played in Birmingham, Alabama, and then the playoffs are in Canton, Ohio, of all places. It's weird. Yeah.
1: It almost seems to me like they don't have a lot of money. And I'm not saying that's that's a knock on them, but it kind of is considering you're just going to start this thing up and Fox has already gotten a hold of it. Fox better not be counting their chickens before they hatch because when the XFL takes off next year, I promise you – you're gonna have the USFL will be dwarfed. It's not even gonna be close. And I, I, w- I hope for both their sakes this will happen. They both are good. I have a strong feeling the XFL is gonna be way better though.
2: Yeah, I think that's a. I think I think that's legitimate. I think there's a real possibility that the NFL did this handshake deal because they think that the bigger threat is the XFL and not and not the uh, USFL.
1: Right. All righty, Steelers have hired Brian Flores as um, assistant linebackers coach. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is what you get when you sue an entire league and then want, want your job back. This is what you get. And shout out to the Steelers who also have possibly the greatest black coach we've seen in quite some time. Well, I mean, you can argue Tony Dungy, you could argue, I guess, what's another one, Jim Caldwell, who brought the Colts to a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I'm just saying. But, I mean, Mike Tomlin is obviously the cream of the crop right now. This is a big move for the Steelers, but it's also kind of a keep your distance Brian Flores kind of move as well,
2: yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a bad hire, obviously, we know that you know we know that Brian Flores and his expertise coming into just even this uh you know this lower of a position you know a position coach, an assistant position coach. Uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting hire, but it's not one that I don't think that is beneficial toward the Steelers. I I am wondering what was said behind closed doors to the Steelers about this, given the fact that Brian Flores still does have a lawsuit against the NFL <laughs> right. and three teams. Uh, it's an interesting one. I mean, ultimately, you know, does he end up dropping the lawsuit because of this? Maybe, maybe not. But I mean, if any, if he was going to get hired by anyone in any position, you almost feel like it had to be the Steelers. They are the literal, you know, champions of proposing this Rooney rule with regards to minority head coaches. It almost seems like it almost seems like it kind of works out as a fit that Brian Flores is a Steelers coach. Now, if you're looking at it from just the aspect of going from head coach to assistant linebacker coach, it is kind of a fall, but like you said, you know, who else is really going to hire him at this point? Why does anyone, anybody want that publicity, especially when the owners are basically the NFL? So you're being sued by this guy. I am shocked that uh, he does have a job, but it does make a lot of sense that the Steelers are the ones to hire him.
1: I'm not shocked he has has, has this job um, because it's not in the linebackers. It's literally the assistant of a linebacker's coach, which, again, like you said, it's not, it's not a terrible hire. I mean, this guy's got potential to still be a head coach. Mm-hmm. He's got, you know, abilities – In terms of bringing people, I love, I want to bring up what what, um, Andrew McBride said. Everybody can do X's and O's. It's about, you know, putting the stuff together and getting the most out of each guy. And apparently Brian Flores can do that pretty well.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, it seems like it, yeah.
1: So um, I, I really think that this might have been Brian Flores realized who he was up against. And like you said, kind of, okay, I'll just start here and then maybe drop a lawsuit, like you said. I mean, maybe they reach a settlement out of court. I don't know if it goes that far. But maybe like an unnamed, like, little cheap settlement happens. And I'm the legal analyst here, but I really do believe what you said is true. Like, this, this might be in terms of he really, like, oh, crap, I wanted to coach football, and now I can't.
2: <laughs> well, the USFL and the XFL but, are coming wow.
1: soon. You know, but- USFL hire that guy Um, always – what was that guy's name for the Titans for years?
2: Oh, Jeff Fisher.
1: Oh, Lord, that's just pathetic.
2: Yeah, they have some interesting uh, coaches for the USFL. But I don't know. This one seems to me just like, you know, I think the NFL kind of had to let it happen. I mean, the NFL itself wasn't going to say, no, you can't hire Brian Flores, because then we have Colin Kaepernick all over again. With the right. <laughs> uh, You know, I'm being blackballed. If somebody wanted to reach out and hire Brian Flores, I guess the real question is I mean we we didn't hear anything from him from a head coaching standpoint. We heard the lawsuit and then correct me if I'm wrong it feels like it's been 10 12 days since we really heard anything from the from the Brian Flores situation and now you hire him? Like I don't I don't understand the what timing. I don't understand the timing of it all. Maybe they reached out to him before and he said, "Look, you know, I I want to, you know, continue on this path of, Let's you know, bastards. getting getting change and I don't know the timing of it just seems a little strange to me other than that. But uh, but as far as the man uh you know being back I, in the NFL he, there's no there's no discretion or there's no you know nobody disputing his resume in terms of doing more with less and building up players. I mean, we we know that. So, the Steelers got a good man. I'm just I am just curious about the timing of it all.
1: I can't wait to see what comes out of it.
2: I mean, I should... ultimately, ultimately we're not going to you know, you're not going to see his you know, his impact on the field in terms of, like, they're not going to be panning. I mean, they'll pan on him a couple of times, I guess. But uh, we're still seven months away from NFL action. A lot can happen until then. So, Right.
1: Let it go, bro. Let it go. So um, I believe that Antonio Brown Correct me if I'm wrong. Aaron deleted this Instagram post. But um, he said they tried to hurt me intentionally at Buccaneers, sent me out there after knowing I was still hurt, which is what you just said. And this is the greatest part. Tom Brady said he would throw it if I came to play hurt. <laughs> you know what? And then he said, F all UMF still can't stop me at NFL. Yeah, I would delete that post too, pal. Like I said that. before, the
2: USFL is hiring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? uh, Dude, he so... would be the face of that league, to be fair, like to start.
2: Uh, Yes, unfortunately, he probably would be. So somebody went out there, uh, you know, it's, again, if you make a claim, you better be 100% sure you are right with statistics. Because he actually, in terms of when he was on the field with Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans, led the team in target share. 30% target share per pass play. So as far as you not being thrown the ball, he had five targets in the first half of that Jets game that he famously now uh, departed from. So, to me, like, this is just all, like, what are you trying to do? Like, I I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. Honestly, I I, I mean, I know that it's in the lineup here, but if, if there was anything more important on this Tuesday, it would have been bumped, uh, in my opinion. I'm just tired of it. What are you trying to prove? You're an idiot. If someone wants to hire you, go ahead, man. I don't care anymore. You act like an idiot, and somehow, despite your talent, you're still going to be a Hall of Famer, and you're still, you know, you're still going to get it.
0: They he's might not vote a
2: him fan. in. He doesn't. I don't, they, they might not vote him in. He's never crapped on the media.
1: Fair. He just craps on his own teammates and craps on himself. Um.
2: Yeah, it's is, just this is bad. I don't know. I mean, look, he is—he is definitely a sideshow. That's for damn sure. You see a
1: podcast he went on, and he goes like, he's trying to justify himself. Like they seem like his boys, and they're like, "Dude, you're an idiot." <laughs> they were like, they were his own boys, weren't even supporting him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I don't get it like I mean he's still we're still talking about him we're still watching him he's probably gonna be somewhere next year it's just like at what point does a team just like look he's great but he just, every single day you wake up you could open up your phone and see that he has just set the world on fire figuratively what? hopefully but it's I just I, I don't know I just he's just not worth it to me anymore for teams
1: I wish I was like, watching that Jets game
2: like, live. To me, Tom Brady twice went out on a limb for you, and you just you just throw him under the bus like it's no big deal. Just no and big Tom deal Brady, to you.
1: The, and they say like that might have been a reason why Brady and Arians ended up departing, and why Brady might come back. So that's that's kind of interesting here.
2: And maybe maybe there was a conversation that said, "Look, man, you know this guy is just I'm done with your boy." And Tom Brady didn't like the way that that was handled. I know there's. There's rumblings now that it didn't end well in Tampa, but... Can't wait. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, not to throw Tom Brady under the bus here, but that's two destinations that it didn't end well. There's a common denominator there, so...
1: Oh! Oh, wow. When we come back, rapid fire! Got some multiple sports to talk about. We'll be right back at the AM Drive to 12 on Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High-quality swag for cheap, because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch, at
3: amdrive.online. Download our free app and get your Popple today.
0: Aren't you the Vice Golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah.
3: Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are
0: any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a Pro Plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball,
3: and it's half the price
0: high performing golf ball half the price it's almost stealing
3: Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com
0: sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues teams and players you love shop now and get today's special offer fanatics.com officially licensed everything
1: do you like online shopping jeff bezos made online shopping better with amazon you can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with 12 on Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www12 dot com slash Amazon sign in and get shopping it costs you nothing and helps us that's com slash Amazon thanks
2: All right, welcome back to the final segment here on the AM Drive, and we are presented by Sling TV. Mike's a slinger, and if you want to get those expensive cable packages off your bill with hundreds of channels you never plan to use, then you got to sign up for Sling TV today by going to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and clicking that Sling logo. Become a slinger today with live, sp- live sports, hit shows, breaking news, and so much more. 30-channel packages start at just $35 a month, no long-term contracts, but you can start a free trial today at MikeAndAaronDrive.com, clicking that Sling logo tv logo become a slinger like mike
1: Slinger. <laughs> you're starting
2: it all right mike it's time for i'm i'm asking myself the canadians question okay i'll, I'll do that
1: i'm going to first
2: all right well let's let's start a rapid fire segment here gore and signs with brooklyn for the remainder of the season do you think we need music for this one we need like some like charlie brown kind of doon Goran Dragic signs with Brooklyn for the remainder of the season. Do you think this is a good fit to back up probably potentially Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving?
1: It's a great fit, and I feel sorry for the Lakers if they didn't get on top of this.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised with this one as well. I mean, he seems like a guy with you know veteran leadership, and, and you know the, how, how much the Lakers love veterans. No! He's, he doesn't seem like an over-the-hill veteran, though.
1: No, he, he's, still got, he, he's a quick point guard, and he's still quick. Um, Aaron, don't look now, but the Canadians are on a three game win streak. Thoughts?
2: Uh Martin Saint-Louis, man, the former Tampa Bay Lightning, he's doing some things there. He just added Vinny LeCavalier to the staff as well. Um, I ultimately don't know if he'll keep the job, but it's definitely a good look. I mean, we talked about the Canadians possibly going into March with single digit wins, and then they go off and reel off three in a row, and now they're at eleven. They're uh, I think their main goal for the rest of the year is to catch the kraken.
1: Ha <laughs> ha! Lord, I don't even want to talk about that.
2: <laughs> All right, Steelers outgoing GM gives Rudolph Mason Rudolph a vote of confidence. Does that mean anything for Mason and as the QB one going into the next season?
1: It means more memes when he gets sacked by Miles Garrett again. I mean, I'm sitting there reading this guy's quote, and the guy said the GM says, "Oh, he he's five four and one's a starter with the freaking Steelers as his team." He's terrible. He's horrible. Holy cow! He's horrible. I'm not a fan of Mason Rudolph. Never happened. Never will be. And um, Aaron, I don't know, what is your thoughts on this?
2: Uh, I don't think Mason Rudolph's bad, but as far as oh, QB please. one next year, I mean, like they're looking into They're looking down the barrel of Dwayne Haskins, Mason Rudolph, or Mr. Outside Hire. It's I think they're going to go with one of those two at least to start, and potentially try to pick up one of these quarterbacks in the draft and hope they nail a. A home run like they did with Ben Roethlisberger, what, seventeen years ago? So, right. uh, I mean, if you if you're giving me Mason Rudolph over Dwayne or, or Dwayne Haskins, I'm I'm probably going to go with Rudolph at that. If, if if those are the two options,
1: Aaron on um, Medina Spirits has been stripped of the Kentucky Derby title. I'm sure the horses and in shambles. <laughs> and, um, the trainer Bob B- Baffert is suspended ninety days. I forgot the horse got the batting in the bargain here.
2: Well, yeah, the horse uh did get the bad in the bargain. Unfortunately, it doesn't know <laughs> it doesn't know that it's the Kentucky Derby champion. It doesn't know that it tested positive. It doesn't know that the horse is vilified and also Bastard. the horse the horse has since died since last May's Kentucky There's Derby as well.
1: There's a on the horse's grave.
2: Yeah, this one for me is just I don't know. Bob Baffert used to just be the epitome and the class of horse racing and the standard for horse racing and now it seems like that might all be just Complete and utter BS. Absolutely. So uh, I know there's a lot of people who bet the now new winner Mandaloon uh, to win who would like to get their bets paid, but they are uh, they're not going to be getting those uh, those bets paid from Paramutual tracks. And I don't blame them, unfortunately. So I don't blame that situation if they don't pay it out. I I can understand it because, you know, Medina Spirit won. It's just unfortunately may have won on a a case full of drugs in its body.
1: (laughs) It's got a pouch, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, the horse is over there popping pills. I need it, man. I need it. <laughs> no, de- dead horse don't care. It doesn't matter. It's just I don't know. I mean, it's this is this is one of those things that like when when illegal stuff happens, we just turn a blind eye because one, it's a it's a sport. A lot of us, many of us, don't understand, don't care about. Sorry, Beck. but. This is legitimately equivalent to some serious like you know, doping scandals. Well, this is terrible. Know. Like these this is a this is a problem in horse and dog racing, like but ultimately the majority of people don't care about it, so it'll it'll slide under and Bob Baffert'll pop up somewhere else as well after his ninety day suspension.
1: By the way, um I want to break news for us here. Um Callum Crawford, one of the best lacrosse players right now in the NLL, is joining the show Thursday, so that'll be fun.
2: Noise NLL Thursdays with one of the one of the best in the league to do it. That's a that's a pretty awesome uh, situation there for us. I can tell you that.
1: We will have to ask him about Jake Fox.
2: Yeah, ask. Yeah, that's that's fair too. I didn't even think about that. Absolutely, I have to ask him about all these awesome goals that are being scored as well too. Right. All the top tens, and when we'll see him on there as well. So uh, we do have Wednesday's show coming up. We're gonna be uh, back here same time, ten a.m. Every weekday like we are Monday through Friday. Make sure you visit the sponsors at Mike And, of course, uh, support us on the social medias at amdrivetv, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, TikTok as well. So for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. We will see you guys tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern.
1: Oh, drive safe. <laughs> we'll
2: see you guys.